Playoff time is when things start getting serious on the court. Players are more driven than ever to win these big games and keep advancing. Goodyear knows all about being more driven, too. Working hard to help you advance on and off the road. Let Goodyear.com help you choose what's best. Well, we've got ourselves an Emergency Hoop Collective podcast here. Um, We wouldn't have done this podcast if the trade went through as reported. But the three-way trade that failed between the Wizards, uh, Suns, and Grizzlies tonight is so bizarre um, that it merits a three-way podcast. All right. Not a three-way, well, three-way podcast and an emergency podcast. Um, We had to have... Our uh, our front office insider Bobby Marks, who's joining us uh, from his home in Naples, Florida, and we wanted Kevin Pelton, but he's at the Blazers uh, Raptors game right now. So I guess we uh, have to settle for you, Andrew Hahn, in Los Angeles. I tried to get uh, Zach Lowe too, but that was no dice too. <laughs> yeah, because Zach like has an Android phone or something. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not why. Um, so. Uh, do we need to recap? I guess Absolutely, we'll recap yeah. just in case. Okay, so, um, and I think it's important uh, to to point out the reporting here. So Woj breaks the story that there's a three-way trade between uh, Washington, Memphis, and, and Phoenix, and um, that Trevor Ariza is going to go to Washington. So that's a that's a big factor, a big part of the trade. Ariza is you know eligible to be traded on the fifteenth Saturday. Some teams had been interested in him. Obviously, uh, the Lakers were one of them. So it was a matter of waiting for the pieces and parts. And I know that I got a couple of texts from some front office people who said, who's in the trade? And I go, I'm trying to find out. And so um, subsequent reporting from Woj and some others that the trade is uh, Trevor Reza to Washington, uh, Kelly Oubre, and uh, Austin Rivers to um, well, Austin Rivers to Phoenix and Oubre to Memphis. And then um, a couple of picks were involved, a couple of second-round picks. We won't worry about that right now. And then um, a couple of, uh, I, I don't know, I guess you'd call them prospects, uh, role players. I think the coach called them. Fillers. <laughs> um, rotational fillers. <laughs> uh, Wayne Selden and, and well, Woj reported at first uh, that it was Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is in his second year. He... You know, as a wing player from he went went to Oregon was uh, had a good year last year. Um, has been injured most of this season. Um, I don't. I think he's getting close to coming back, though. I think I saw a report this week that he was a short time away. Um, you know, but, nice you know, rotation guy. Yeah, certainly a prospect player, second second year player. Um, then Willich clarified and said that it was not Dylan Brooks, but it was Marshawn Brooks, and. Um, I want to be honest with you, Bobby. I did not know Marshawn Brooks was still in the NBA. <laughs> well, we, we we drove him out in, in right. Brooklyn. We uh, he was in the Avery doghouse for two years, and then he uh, I think he had to go find himself in Siberia for a couple of years, and then he came back and he and he had a uh, resurgence last year for that uh, twenty-two and sixty Memphis team. Right. Well, I'm I'm kidding. I knew he was on <laughs> Memphis, but I mean, I it was you would have not. You would have not um, – you'd have caught some people by surprise that he was in the league. Once believed to be the centerpiece of a Dwight Howard trade. 
That is correct. Which, which we can get to in a second, but I want to <laughs> get through all this. So then we have John um, Gambo. Gambo is his uh, nickname. He's a radio host in Phoenix. And Gambo breaks a lot of Suns news. And frankly, he breaks a lot of Suns news because he clearly has a relationship with Robert Sarver, the owner. And John Gambo reports that it is not Marshawn Brooks, that it is Dylan Brooks. And this is the first time we have, in my mind, a red flag, Bobby. Because <laughs> when, when Gambo says that, what that means to me is that that's who Robert Sarver, and not necessarily the Suns front office, but that's who Robert Sarver thinks that they're getting. And then um, simultaneously, Chris Harrington in Memphis says that sources confirm to him that it's Marshawn Brooks. Right. Now, this is, again, we're going to get now. Now we're rubbing our hands together, Bobby, because Harrington, Harrington obviously has Grizzly sources. He's, he's now, I think, the longest standing uh, writer who writes about the Grizzlies um, uh, because uh, Ron Tillery, their longtime beat writer, uh, recently um, left his job. So now we have a genuine uh, situation here. And. <laughs> You know, long story short, uh, the trade breaks down because we got the wrong Brooks. And um, so, Bobby, I'm just going to yield to you. What did you think as you were watching this uh, all go down? When I when you take a deep breath and you like start to analyzing, the trade made no sense for Phoenix if it was involving Marshawn Brooks. It, it didn't. I mean, you had an expiring contract, a, a prized asset, and you know Trevor Ariza. And you were getting, you know, Austin Rivers, Wayne Selden, and in in um, Marshawn Brooks, and I don't, you weren't even getting any draft, second round picks here. So yeah, one second round pick went to Washington, one second round pick went to Memphis, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and so then you think of it, okay, where did the communication broke down? Break down, and for what's come out is is that basically all three teams were not on a conference call together. They were kind of like their own, like independent contractors in this deal, where the information was being, you know, transferred back and forth. Where usually on a three teamer, even in in this, you know, four four players, you get on a call between the, to to confirm that this is what we're doing, and that's kind of where before you do anything with the league, because you wouldn't have been able to do a, um, a conference call with the league until tomorrow anyway. But you get on a call, and I know there's two Brookses involved, but even so, you're not relying on Washington to kind of be the the you know the, the go between to deal with um, with Phoenix and um, with Phoenix and Memphis. So I, I've never seen uh, Brian. I've never seen this happen before. I I'm I not, and I've I was kidding around with uh, Kevin Pelton earlier. The closest it's ever happened, and this is a funny story, is that in in um, in 2006, we thought we were getting the second overall pick in the draft from Chicago, and we were going to pick LaMarcus Aldridge. And it wound up being that Chicago was offering us their second first-round pick in the draft, which was pick 16 and turned into Rodney Carney. So that's the closest that we've ever come to backing out of it or a deal agreed upon and, and going from there. But I've never seen it to this magnitude where we've got four players involved. So it's not unusual for a team to shop another team's player in a three-team deal, um, right, Bobby? I mean, that happens where, you know, if you are Team A, you have a 
player that you can acquire from Team B that you want to move on. So you call Team C and say, hey, we got this guy, even though he's not on your roster. That happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, I, think, I think it happened last week, Brian, with um, the, the Sam Decker-Jason Smith trade. You know, I think with uh, Milwaukee getting Decker and then saying, well, you know, let's see what we can turn him into. We do, we do not need Sam Decker. And, um, you know, that kind of came in a little bit late. But, yeah, oh, yeah. If, you're, if you know you're getting certain guys that you don't want to keep, it, you have the free liberty to go out and shop him. Well, let me just give you a little bit of – now that you bring that up, you know, Woj and I were reporting on the aspects of that trade. And when we reported it initially, it was just Milwaukee and Cleveland. And there was a bit of a deadline actually to go there. It's, it's kind of a strange deadline because um, you had to get the trade in by, by the end of business last Friday um, to be able to re-aggregate the players yeah. again. Uh, before the trade deadline. So if you trade for a player, you can't retrade him in a deal that includes other players um, for two months. Is it two months or 60 days? Yeah, two months. Yeah, 60, uh, yeah. two months. Yeah. Yeah. So if you wanted to get a player that you could try to flip for later, now you can trade him in an individual trade. Um, so it's kind of a soft deadline, but the Cavs, it, ma- it mattered for the Cavs. Uh, because they were going to try to, they're obviously going to try to retrade some of these guys that they got. Um, uh, they were trying to get this deal done by five o'clock, and uh, I was told the deal wasn't going to happen—the three-way trade with Washington, like that, it had fallen apart and wasn't going to happen. And I was talking to one team who said, "No, no, it's happened, it's done." And I was talking to another team who said, "No, no, it's not going to happen. It fell apart." And like Woj and I had to wait for like. <laughs> Um, a short, like, like there were, I was literally talking to one team telling them, I think it fell apart. And the team was like, what are you talking about? We just, we got it. It's done. And so this, you know, I don't know if Washington being involved here had anything to do with it, but that did just happen last Friday. It wasn't, it wasn't really relevant. I never wasn't going to think about it again. And now, you know, this is interesting, but, um, so, (laughs) I mean, Bobby, like in trade talks, like you're just throwing around Brooks, throwing around Brooks. I mean, I guess I could see how it could happen, but I just can't believe that it got to the point where there was a an agreement on a trade and the players were informed before this got caught. I agree. I mean, usually Brian, it's a it, there's an there, either an email chain. As I said, there's an, either an email chain going on with the three teams with the players spelled out, or there's a conference call with the with the general managers. Um, and to, to have it get this far, where clearly. Uh, Memphis thought it was Marshawn. Uh, I assume Washington thought it was. I, I mean, they probably could care less. I mean, right? Not, they don't you know, care. They they're don't like care. Brooks. Brooks, we you don't know, care. Brooks, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're Phoenix, you're thinking it's Dylan Brooks because a, he's as you said, he's a nice wing. He's still under contract. I think he's got a non guaranteed for next year. He played in the you know guy played in the um, Rising Stars, um, um, you know, during All Star Weekend and. Uh, 2018 and got some potential instead of kind of three guys that won't be on on your roster. So, yeah, to get to a point where it's agreed upon and then kind of it's out there and now to kind of have now we've got major league cleanup here. Oh my god, um, with the players, I mean, like, major I mean, league. I mean, the, the Washington situation was dysfunctional as it is, right? So now you've got a now. Can you imagine that bus going out of Brooklyn? You've got you know. Um, Trevor Reza and it's a long uh, ride to Trevor. I mean, yeah, with Austin Rivers and Kelly Oubre. I'm um, sure they're flying out of Newark, right? Well, maybe they're staying. I don't know what their schedule is, but 
Maybe they're staying tonight. They better hope they're staying tonight. Uh, Brian, Bobby, I'm just going to update you on the goings-ons of Twitter while you're discussing this. Uh, Woj tweets that Washington believed it, it was told Dylan Brooks in conversation with Memphis, and the Grizzlies are insisting that they told Washington Marshawn. Um, and simultaneously, uh, the Wizards had a game in Brooklyn tonight, and the players were told post-game of the trade, and... Austin Rivers and Kelly Oubre were both being, uh, I guess, like consoled by team members. That right. This is what this is. This is what we were talking about. Yep. So, that's what Bobby just said about being in Brooklyn. I got to look and see who the Wizards play tomorrow, uh, if they, because Bobby, if they're, I hope they didn't if, leave him there. Because <laughs> if they're if they're traveling, to, you know, that's a long drive to Newark Airport. I assume they're flying out of Newark. Uh, um, yeah, they're out of Newark. They are um, – no, they play the Lakers on Sunday. So uh, hopefully those two are on the bus going to Newark Airport right now and not in a uh, in a town car going to wherever, um, you know, to, to, to Phoenix. Yeah, sometimes teams <laughs> stay in New York. My guess is, though, they were flying back to D.C. tonight. Yeah. But, boy, what a ride across two rivers, Bobby. <laughs> I mean, and it's Friday night. There's traffic. It's a long ride. You know what I would have done, Brian? Because usually how it works, you know, with with the buses, you've got two buses. Two buses. First right. buses, you know, got an early and a later bus. Usually, it's usually the players are are usually on that that second bus. Media is usually on that first, which is TV and radio. Uh, if I was a front, if I was Ernie Grunfeld or Tommy Shepard, who's their you know assistant GM, I would make sure I'm not on that player bus. <laughs> I'm right yeah, go, on get that an media U- bus or get an Uber in the front, and I'm getting yeah. right on the plane and. And I'm like putting or, a blanket over my head, <laughs> or just stay in New York tonight and take a sh- take the uh, shuttle down in the morning. So, is it possible that this could have happened, Bobby, because there were games going on tonight, and you know you you know teams were in the middle of playing. Memphis played tonight. Washington played tonight. Uh, I think Phoenix was off tonight. Um, but could it, could this have been because this all came together during games that they didn't get on the same page? Oh, I think so. I mean, I think that if this was something that happened at two o'clock in the afternoon, then you wouldn't have seen you know Rivers and Ubre, um, Marshawn play tonight, so you wouldn't have seen those guys playing in tonight. So yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with the timing of it. Um, you know, they were in a window when games were going on. I'm sure there was probably text messages going back and forth. Probably not actual. Um, you know, human, um, you know, communication. Um, and I think that that probably stems where a lot of confusion was. Bobby, is it possible that this trade could get resuscitated? Could someone put something else in there for Phoenix to take Marsh on? Unless it's going to, unless it, I mean, they don't, I mean, unless you're looking at multiple picks now, but I don't know what, if what second round, additional second round picks does it for, um, does it for Phoenix? I think they had an eye that it was going to be Dylan Brooks, and they were going to get a nice, um, you know, nice young wing player there. So uh, I, I think this, I think this deal is, um, I think it's dead. I mean, unless, you know, unless it's unless we're talking Washington and um, you know, Phoenix directly, the two teams, and Ubre goes to. Um, Ubre goes to Phoenix, but then you're gonna have to figure out what you want to do with Kelly Ubre. You're gonna have to pay him or let him go next summer. Where you had right, so, where you so, had Dylan Brooks on a 1.6 million dollar contract. So right now, don't you think uh, Washington is working? Washington and Phoenix are working the phones to find another place for Kelly Ubre. Yes. Isn't, isn't that's the way to fix this? Right. Yes. Is to find is a deal. To is to find a deal 
that um, that Phoenix can get. And by the way, the standard isn't that high. That wasn't much of a haul um, because they essentially moved Ubre for Selden and and uh, well. They thought it was Dylan Brooks, but th- that standard is not that high. The other thing that came out of this is that um, the reports were that Sarver was dead set on not trading Ariza to the Lakers. I mean, that kind of tips their hand a little early, don't you think? Well, I suppose. I, I, I don't think the, I think the Lakers deal is very complicated because if you do Ariza for KCP and the Suns don't want KCP, so now you've got to find a landing spot for KCP, uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. If you're this deep in this podcast, you know who that I'm talking about. Um, not only do you got to find a spot for, for him, but he has veto power on a trade. So now he's got a trade kicker, 15% trade kicker, so he would get a nice 1.1, I think it's right now. Yeah, yeah. somewhere around there. Um, and, you know, chances are the Lakers are not going to resign him anyway, so the loss of his bird rights isn't necessarily like devastating but still i mean that's threading two needles you know he's not going to go to a place where he would possibly be the eighth man um i don't think so i i I think regardless of that report that sarver doesn't want to deal with the lakers which i'm sure he doesn't because they let tyson chandler go and he went to la and they've been much better since then um it's going to be hard to to make the trade if it's for for Caldwell Pope. Bobby, do you agree with that? I, I do. I think you kind of know what the, what the parameters are now, Brian. What Phoenix is looking for? You know, they're looking for um, you know not draft picks because you know I don't think they were getting anything substantial back. I think they're looking for a young player that's on a, on a um, a manageable you know on a nice manageable contract that's not expiring. And they're not so now for you got Brooks. Not just any Brooks. And, and no, there's no Brooks. or pl- Hopefully there's no Plumleys involved in the next one, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, God, God. Like, can you make it in that one? That, oh, that, that would be – if you think you're getting Mason and not Miles, I mean, geez. Oh, man. So, <laughs> so Bobby, like what do you – like Like if you're if you're Ernie Grenfeld, you're James Jones. Like wh- how are you managing your owner? Like how does – how does this – you know – it's hat in hand. I mean, what do you do here? Are you like blaming somebody else? Are you blaming the intern? Are you blaming, you know, what are you doing? Well, you're not blaming the fax machine because you don't have that anymore. It's kind of when you're faxing back and forth. Yeah, like it, it was it was blurry. It, he wrote M. Brooks, but it looked like a D. I, yeah, I mean, you, the only thing you could do is that you trust the people that were communicating. If you're Ernie, you trust Tommy Shepard that, that it was um, – um, you know, but Marshawn or Dylan involved, whatever you know, the, the communication. And if you're James Jones and Phoenix, you're, you're trusting the guy that work, you know, who works for you as your number two, or if it was James directly here. So yeah, I mean, now you've got to go back and manage your your owner. I think it's a little bit easier probably um, um, in Phoenix with, I mean, in Washington with Ted Leonsis compared to Robert Sarver in in, um, in, in Phoenix because now you you know there's a timetable to move Trevor Reza. Now you know the clock starts you know in in about you know ten minutes. We're close to midnight here, so um, it, that now you've got to manage and and you know um, and figure out where's the next pl- best place to be for him. So uh, this has been a particularly difficult week for Robert Sarfer, um, uh, because uh, <laughs> he had a vote that was that was supposed to be in the city council. And look, I'm not up on uh, Phoenix politics, so I, I don't have all the ins and outs. But from what I from what I've read, 
they had a vote in the city council to to get him 150 million now again i i, I want to clarify here i don't know how the phoenix city council normally operates but bobby typically you don't schedule that vote unless you think you're going to win it so when that vote was scheduled robert sarver must have thought he had the votes um this is kind of like seattle a few years ago seattle scheduled a vote basically to build their new to build a new arena and all of a sudden there was there was a woman who flipped who flipped and all of a sudden they didn't have the votes they went from one up to one down and it was a devastating blow and now there's not a new arena in phoenix or in uh seattle they're building or renovating the other one and um so here this vote was on and it was clear that he had lost support and the vote was not going to happen and in conjunction with that a rumor came out a story came out in the phoenix in the arizona republic that said that sarver was threatening to move the team he was forced to put out a um a video statement saying that he was not intending to move the team but it opened him up to ridicule which um that uh <laughs> that woman who spoke at the city council meeting went viral where her ridiculing him so it was a, it was already a week where robert sarver uh had another you know was taken and you know holding some more l's as they say and then this happens tonight um it's uh, <laughs> well, uh I, I, I wouldn't want to be for uh you know changing the conversation <laughs> we're certainly I, not gonna talk wag about the dog yeah <laughs> Well, they did get a win against Dallas, if that's any consolation. <laughs> they did. It was a road win. Uh, that was a, that was a big one. That'll turn everything around for them. By the way, I don't even. Do you even like the idea of Austin Rivers in the backcourt with no. uh, Booker? No, I, I didn't I think, like that. No, at I, all. I, I put as soon as they, that came out an hour and a half ago, I put Austin Rivers on my buyout board. I had a league executive. I was talking with the league executives, texting with them. I go, this, doesn't this fit seem bad? And he goes, I wonder if they're just going to cut him immediately. Now, I, I don't, I, he was just guessing, but, you know, there you have it. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby has a I'm good just, feel. I'm just going to tease the fact that normally, whenever there's a trade that happens, Kevin Pelton puts out his trade grades, everyone. Eager, within eager. like within like three to six minutes, he, he was already he was already commissioned to start working up the trade. We were collecting the details from him, and then all this hijinks happened. But if people wanted a clue as to what Pelton was going to grade this trade, if it had gone through with Marshawn Brooks, it's very rare. <laughs> Pelton is a very hard grader, but he doesn't put, pull this out often. There was a there was an F out there. there oh my there god. <laughs> And that's what I asked KP. Uh, I, I wanted to, I wanted the mystery solved, and I wanted to know what it would be. And um, I was waiting for that trade grade to happen because, as I said earlier, like it, after we digested it, it just didn't. The trade didn't make sense for Phoenix. So um, Marshawn Brooks, he had he had a really good rookie year, right? What was that? What year was that, Bobby? That was uh, 2010-11. Okay. Um, we uh, we drafted him in that, um, and actually, here's another um, here's another funny story to tie in. So that pick that we drafted him, what we actually moved up a couple slots, and we acquired that in a December fifteenth trade. As I was tech- emailing you earlier in the week, Brian, when we traded Terrence Williams and got two number ones, one of those picks was used to move up to draft Marshawn Brooks, and that was the last time a trade happened on December fifteenth. 
That's right. The uh, the Brooklyn, I guess, were you the Brooklyn Nets then? Or New oh, Jersey? No, New, New Jersey. New, New, New Jersey the, Nets. We're the Newark Nets. The Newark Nets. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, those two glorious seasons. Um, uh, tr- uh, traded. Um, how did you do that deal? You traded. We, we traded um, Terrence Williams to Houston. Um, we got Sasha Vujic, who we thought was the, you know, we thought he, we were, he was Ray Allen because he was the only guy that could make a three-pointer on our team when we got him. And, oh, okay. Uh, we okay. Sent, you, didn't, you didn't think he was Ray Allen. You just thought he was Ray no, Allen. No, we, we, we had, I think our yes. roster comprised of guys shooting below 30% from three. And I think okay. Sasha came in and made like three threes in his first game. We're like, wow. <laughs> shoot <laughs> i didn't even remember numbers. that sasha played for the rockets so that tells you where i'm at All right. well no yeah he came from, no he came from the lakers um we traded oh, okay. joe smith to the to um to the lakers we got sasha terrence williams went to houston and we want to get a first from the lakers and a first from houston what a great freaking trade and then, as I said in the email, then everything went downhill from there. <laughs> so, so they drafted Marshawn Brooks, and I remember vividly Marshawn Brooks was was you know viewed as this real prospect. Uh, Dwight Howard, potential Dwight Howard trade when Orlando and and, and uh, New Jersey were talking, and I remember when you didn't trade for Dwight Howard and then traded for Joe Johnson. I remember like part of the story out of New York was, oh my God, they got Joe Johnson and they didn't have to give up Marshawn Brooks. <laughs> and Mar and it's funny, and Marshawn in talking about confusion of trades, when we did that the infamous Boston trade, um originally Marshawn Brooks was not involved in the trade. Um I believe Reggie Evans was involved in the trade. And that was one of those like we're not going to blow up this trade because of Marshawn Brooks or Reggie Evans, and we added and Marshawn was involved, and we took Reggie out. Well, Marshawn, <laughs> all these years later, blew up a trade. And by the way, I, I can't. It has to. It can't be a great night in the life of Marshawn Brooks. I uh, just want to go ahead and give you guys another update here because Gambo just tweeted again. The Suns <laughs> had multiple conversations with the Memphis Gri- Grizzlies over the last twenty-four hours about Dylan Brooks. Any information that the Suns had, no contact with the Grizzlies, and only Washington is wrong. The Suns checked medicals on Dylan Brooks. It's going to be a he said, he said on Twitter for at least through the weekend. Right. Well, at the end of the day, it's embarrassing. The actual details may matter for people trying to justify, you know, that they didn't have the blame within these offices within these individual offices, but it just is, it's a laughable situation that will be remembered. I mean, this trade is not an NBA altering trade. Mildly interesting. Uh, Ubre, actually, I, I thought Memphis did great yeah. in the way it was openly reported. Uh, you know, Ubre would have been a nice addition to them, but I mean, I don't think it's, you know, changing the face of the league. I mean, I don't even think Trevor Ariza makes that big of a difference in Washington. They, right. they, they gave up one of their key rotation players. We definitely would not have done a podcast if the trade. No way. But now it will be remembered for at least some period of time, and all parties will be embarrassed. There's not you. You, you know, you, you're right, Andrew. It can be he said, he said, but um, all parties are being embarrassed. And Bobby, I tend to think that just because of the nature of things and reputations, that it'll be Robert Sarver who ends up taking this this one over the course of, over the course of time. Oh, I agree. And I, even if even as even if it's not his fault, it's just his reputation is so rugged that I think he takes it. 
Yeah, and the smoking gun theory of, you know, that they've reviewed medicals on Dylan Brooks doesn't really hold much water anymore, maybe 10 years ago. But nowadays, back, you know, 10 years ago, we, you would you would send them your me- the medicals. Nowadays, everything is, is in a database that your trainers have access to. Oh. So if you want to look up, you know, another player or go through there, you can, you can do that. So, yeah, so it's not like, uh, uh, you know, like the last step before a trade. We <laughs> That's will, even funnier. We, we will curry. Dylan Brooks Medical on a computer, and you're like, yeah, Brooks. <laughs> Brooks is what we want. Well, that's like, d- didn't like somebody make a, like a bad vote on, uh, on, um, you know, in the, in the voting a couple of years ago because in the drop down menu, they like had the wrong James, like, um, <laughs> Because when you make votes for like MVP and Rookie of the Year and stuff, there's like big drop down menus. You have every player in the league. What if they just scrolled down and you know it was you know Brooks Dylan Brooks Marshawn and they clicked the wrong Brooks and they were they was that was where the mistake was right from the start. Right, you know right. it could have been that. Well, they um, could have thought there was not even a Marshawn Brooks on that roster. Well, that's really the thing is that you know there's two Brooks. Two Brooks on the same roster. And, you know, you'd think this is one of those things where you think there would be a joke, like they would get their uniforms mixed up. Like, um, you know, when they check into a hotel, Marshawn gets Dylan's bags, you know, or something like that. You know, it's sort of a joke, but the fact that they could mis- be mistaken in a trade, man. Um, it's an all timer, Bobby. It's an all-timer. Well, I guess it could have been worse. It could have happened on February 7th. So at least we got another two months of this. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> well, I, I thought of uh, Tangai Nagambo, um, which it wasn't quite the same, but it was a, but it was a total screw-up. It was a paperwork screw-up where the uh, David Kahn, who, by the way, David Kahn bears a resemblance to Robert Sarver. I just want to point that out. Um, David, uh, <laughs> there was a paperwork snafu, and... The, uh, the, uh, the, the Timberwolves drafted a guy who was not even draft eligible. Not only that, they traded for him and bought him, like paid real hard money, cash. And that trade cost me my, my son's preschool graduation because we were part of that deal um, because we were acquiring the rights for Bojan Bogdanovic. And it was like good a trade. five, sixteen. Yeah, it was a good trade. And it was like six teams were involved, and we were in a holding pattern because of a guy that they drafted that wasn't even like eligible. And they they were out like real money, right? And the league said you can't draft him. <laughs> right. And they were like tough, <laughs> tough luck, right? Isn't that right? That's how it went. Norris Cole was yeah. involved in that deal too. I think Norris was going to Miami. Oh my god. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening to our Hoop Collective Emergency Pod. Um, God only knows. I I kind of feel like there'll be more, much more on this before the weekend is out. So uh, we'll see. But um, uh, oh wait a minute, Dylan Brooks just tweeted. Uh, hashtag Go Grizz. <laughs> so uh, I hope he's still a Grizz uh, by tomorrow morning. Uh, all right, thanks for listening and thanks uh, for Bobby for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks to me too. Yeah, and of course, Andrew goes without saying. Uh, It goes without saying so much that we're not going to (laughs) say.